It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. It's a rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being on the love, dating, romance, relationship spot. With us here is Simon Marcel, our French romantic. Hi, Simon. Bonjour, la belle Angie Taylor. Good evening. How are you, Angie? I am very good. I was very happy to walk into the studio tonight and see that we already have calls on hold. People need some advice. That, that is true. It's always exciting, and thank you for that. That's right. And uh, we are here to hopefully help you out. We will try our best mm-hmm. and uh, give you some coaching here. Uh, I want to talk about... Our next caller, and I'll just say this. If you're going through a divorce, Mm -hmm. from the time you decide you're going to get divorced until the time the divorce is actually final could be a long time. It could be a year. It could be years, depending on if you're fighting over stuff, if there's children, whatever. And let's say you start dating. Mm -hmm. When do you tell people... Hi, I'm not really divorced yet. Or do you bring it up? When do you bring it up? First date, third date? You know, never. I don't know. But Simon, uh-huh. that is kind of what our our first call of the night is about. It's okay. A, yeah, about divorce, dating, and finding out things here and there along the way. So we're going to discuss that next on The Rendezvous. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, and relationships on this show. And Simon, Marcel, and myself, we take all your questions if you need advice, and Mm -hmm. we talk all about it. We're going to air it all out. You know it. (laughs) So we had calls when we got in at 855-905-8255. I want to pick up the line right now. In Little Rock, Arkansas, listening on B98, here's Noah. Hi, Noah. Bonjour, Noah. Hey, Hey, how you doing? Good. We are good. What can we help you with? I want to play date or dump with you guys. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Well, this is cool. I like it. Yeah. Um, basically, what's been going on is I've been dating this girl for a month now. And we met at a bar, and we instantly connected. We ended up going back to her place, and we did the ooh-la-la. Mm. And, um, you know, we went on a date after that. And then the third week in, she sits me down and she tells me when we're at the bar, she says, okay, um, here's a picture of my ex. And I'm like, okay. And then she ends up saying, well, we're actually going through a divorce right now. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, wow, you waited until the third date to let me know. <laughs> um, hmm. so-, so this was even though like you guys have been seeing each other a month, I think to give perspective, you know, if somebody says, oh, I've been dating them a month, I assume that you guys have been on many, many dates. But you said this was the third date. She said, hey, by the way, I'm going through a divorce. Yeah, yeah. We've been dating for a month, and basically we've hung out once every week, but I'm Mm. just kind of confused now. I'm not sure, because I'm already attached, and I'm wondering, should I wait this out and hope that they actually do get divorced, or should I kind of scoot because I'm basically in an affair like what i don't know what to do well i mean if she's being honest with you and she's going through a divorce and i mean simon i don't know what you would say i have more questions but go ahead uh no i mean in my book there's two things to share on the first date whether you are married divorced separated or single has to be clear Mm -hmm. whether you have kids or not has to be also clear so if somebody doesn't say to you up front hey I'm still married, but I've started my divorce. Mm-hmm. Two things can happen. One, you might find out that the divorce has even started, and then you're entering a situation where the husband might take it very badly. Yeah. Uh, and many other consequences I don't want you to be in. And I'm not judging, but whoever is in a situation of separation, cool. 
but you got to be disclosed. you got to say it like it is. Yeah. So your new partner can have the chance to decide with all the options on the table. So in this stage, no, I would be friend with her. I I fear for you that you've entered a gray zone yeah. that will not grow into the sunlight of love easily, to be honest. It might yeah. not be easy. Here's my other question. Yeah, what do you say, Angela? Well, I'm just curious. You said it's three dates. I really don't think after three dates that that's a long time. You know, uh-huh. so for her to bring it up on the third date, I think that's okay. Because let's say you're on a first date with somebody. Uh, I don't know that I would be airing out all of it because I don't even know if I'm going to see you again. Second date, maybe I would bring it up on the second date. Third date, I don't think that's very offensive. However, did you find out how far into this process she is? Is it brand new or are they like living together still? What? Where are they in this well, place? They're not living together. She has her own place. And she said that by the end of the year, she wants to get divorced. Wait, so, they haven't filed? Wait a minute. Yeah. Okay, so basically, you had Ulala with a married woman. That yeah. is the problem, Angie, is that now if you're the husband, let's say they haven't even started. Yeah. What just happened is they, that- She's not di- living with her husband. I mean, t- in her mind, she might not feel married anymore. Her omission and lack of transparency puts Noah on the seat of the lover of a married woman. Right. And then really- it's not me as a Frenchman who will judge. I'll just say, once you don't know, you can be in a very difficult situation. I just don't like it, Angie. So what do you say for him to do? Tread lightly? I, I, like... would, I would say, listen, let's keep the conversation. No ooh We can be friends. Yeah. I, there is no more ooh right. romance until, until you're you single. Are single and divorced. I agree. And that's what I would do don't, so it's all clear. Yeah, you don't need to cut her out completely, but I would just pump the brakes. Oh, I would. Yeah. Thank okay. you, Noah. Good luck to you, Noah. Thank you. We wish you all the best. All right, more of The Rendezvous next. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. We are still talking about our last caller, Noah, um, who went on three dates with a girl, found out on the third date she wasn't divorced yet. Mm -hmm. She was separated. And he was upset that she waited for three dates. I feel like, Simon, that there's a line you got to walk on a first date about disclosing everything i understand there are some heavy heavy things like you mentioned um your marital status and kids i don't know how people go on a first date and never bring up having a child because my child's always on my mind and so that to me seems like you're embarrassed to have a kid but yes yeah regarding the, the, noah and let's say it's me i'm noah i'm single i meet a lovely woman i like her and she doesn't tell me she's still married and that the divorce hasn't even started. She just doesn't tell me anything. She really puts me in danger. Because somebody, to be honest, a, a husband might not see it like she does. She's not giving you the option to either stay in or get out. Exactly. So I'm not judging anyone who does anything. When you know, okay. you're an adult, do the right or the wrong thing. You, yeah. That's your problem. But when you don't know something and you expose to something like this, it just... You're operating as if you're a man dating a single girl. You're like, being blindsided, honestly. So do you feel like the first date is the place where you should say, hey, I'm going through a divorce? Yes, absolutely. I don't know if I want to give you all that information well, because I don't know if you're a stalker. I don't know if you're going to get on Google. Like, I don't know if you're going to go after my you know, a uh, separated husband or whatever it is. Like, I don't know if I'm comfortable enough to give up that deep of heavy stuff. Maybe don't go on the date then because I feel like if you're not comfortable, it's because you have something that bothers you to hide, like you're still married, like you, it's not exactly clear. Everybody yep. deserves the truth. You deserve the first right of refusal. That's it. Like, you, to Before know... Before seduction happens. To know what you're getting into. I right understand on. that too. Okay, more of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie next.
Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We can't let go from our caller talking about uh, Noah earlier. Um, We're still talking about what to disclose at a first date. And Simon, I know you are very firm about, I don't want kids. And I think that's good that you put it out. But if you were to say to a woman, how many kids do you want? Do you want kids? I feel like a woman would be like, oh, my gosh, he just wants me to be baby mama or something. That's absolutely true. And it's a great point you're making. So the reason why I'm so forward now, not always in the past when I was younger, but it's because I react to the truth well. And I also know that when you take a woman on a date, uh, they're adults too. They know life. If they want kids, they need to know right then. They don't have time yeah. to waste with me. So that's why I say that. Um, you don't open with that, though. You uh, don't no, sit down no. and before the drink comes, say, hey, I don't no. want kids. Are you, you still want to have this no, day? You know what I say when I sit down? I sing, voulez-vous coucher avec moi ce, ce soir? soir? And we have a great time. Well, that would be a perfect day for me. <laughs> I that, would be like, oui, oui. Champagne. The champagne. And then we sing. All of it. All right, I like that, Simon. <laughs> Thank you. All right, I want to get to some emails, Simon, when we come back on The Rendezvous. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. Love dating, romance, relationships, and all the ooh-la-la <laughs> with our yes. Frenchies, Simon Marcel and oh, myself. Yeah. Crack me up. I'm Angie Taylor. Thank you for being with us tonight. Um, listen, Simon, a lot of times it's hard for people to air out their love lives on the radio, um, and they feel more comfortable emailing, which is great, too. Uh-huh. We'll take your questions there at simonandangie.com. This comes from Darlene. She says, I love the show. I'm an Uber driver in Naperville, Illinois. Hello. And you guys keep me and my clients entertained for two hours. It's awesome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Darlene. Um, I have a question. My boyfriend and I have been together for almost two years. We live together. And between the two of us, we have four kids from previous marriages. Yeah, yeah. So we're still trying to balance the working parents, love part. And more times than not, we keep getting lost in the work and the parent roles of our lives. And our intimate relationships get put on the back burner. This is the classic story of couples with kids, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we make a great team. Most things are great. We've talked about it, and we're not sure how to make time for us um, when we're exhausted. Are we being selfish for wanting times for our dating life? Our date nights usually Mondays since we're both off, but we then are you know tired. We'll we'll watch Netflix reruns, whatever, cuddle on the couch. How do we make routine nights? into adult night. So basically, Darlene is saying, Simon, we're so tired all the time. We know we got to have a date night to spice up our life. What do they do on a, on that Monday to make sure they're not just sitting on the couch and passing out? <laughs> I mean, you make plan. And if you really want to give a chance for romance, you have to plan Ooh, a little bit. Give a chance for romance, yeah. says our poet. <laughs> it's and true. he doesn't even know it. <laughs> so Sorry. you... If you want to give a chance to romance, you plan ahead. Because um, just like on the first date, everybody plan the outfit. Yes. Uh, where are we going? Yes. What are we going to do? This is the build-up. That's the build-up. It's like cl- the foreplay. Exactly. And so I think, Darlene, that there's no magic formula. But really, if both of you plan, doesn't have to be huge, but it's an exciting something new whether it's cooking, whether it's going to a movie, whether it's doing something, but it's not the same every week. And you plan something that you both like going to get ready for. Yeah. Because that buildup of energy yes. is exciting and fun. Or take turns What's- planning. Like, don't always leave it up to one person, I would say, as well. And also, you know, let's say that you and I, Simon, have a date tonight. Yeah. I would love to get a text from you 
around noon or something that's like, I'm so excited to see you tonight. Yes. And then I'll text you at three o'clock like, ooh, I'm going to wear this dress for you. It's just the dress. You know, like the tease. Love that. The build up. Like build it up. Build make, it up. Make a reservation so you guys have somewhere you need to be. It's reserved. It's not like you get both home on Monday like, what are we going to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? Because by then you're like home and then the couch is right there. And that formula, Angie, goes for everybody who lives with somebody. Because I think one of the less romantic thing is for two people to be totally casual, bored, yeah. tired, but that destroys the desire. The complacency, like the chill. It, and it, You have to, this excitement, I love what you said about texting, preparing, that's what it is. It's not a matter of how often you do the ooh it matters that you're excited to have the ooh And if there's a build-up to it... Like the first day? Nobody's going to back out of that because you've been planning it for days. You know the restaurant you're going to. You looked at the menu. You know what you're going to order. You plan the outfit. You got your nails did, hair did, everything did. And you're texting back and forth and I'm so excited. I know me too. And we need this break. And I love you. But it's really preparation. Every woman will get prepared like the best day of her life. But every man also is going to get prepared. Well, that feeling of preparation is the buildup to romance and love. I love that. Yes, there so you go. Don't it's forget how it goes. The tease. I want to talk more about ideas to date when you're in this long-term relationship and things are maybe a little yeah. bit stale. When we come back next with Simon and Angie on the Rendezvous. This is the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. Love dating, romance, relationships. What if the relationship is long-term? It's getting maybe a little stale, maybe a little predictable. Mm-hmm. Um, Jill, our producer, pulled this stat for us. They studied 10,000 couples about their date night habits. 11% have a date once a week. Only 11%. 30% uh-huh. once a month. Yeah. 23% less than once a month. And 36%, the highest ratio, hardly ever have date nights. And so couples who had, yeah, the couples who had date night once a month had the highest odds of staying together. So, I mean, come on, we're talking about planning one date a month and your odds increase of staying together. It shouldn't be just once a month, but I understand people get busy, there's kids, but you got to have something. Angie, how do you keep it once a month at least? Jason and I, we are both very, very busy. My husband travels a lot. I work all the time. We have, yeah. a, we have a child. Yeah. Um, my daughter has a different father, so every other weekend she's with her dad. It makes it a little easier for us right. to have yeah, a yeah. date night because we have a whole weekend every other weekend where that's it. Of course. If we didn't have that, and there are times that we don't, we make sure that... She has, you know, hey, you want to go sleep at your friend's tonight slumber party? Or, (laughs) you know, uh, a friend will come over and and hang out with her for a few hours so that we can go have some time for ourselves. Because I feel like if we don't have those date nights, that ooh la la also isn't top of mind. I have something to share about men and what you're talking about and the dating process and why it changes. What changes? The fact that most men I know in relationship or married think once they are comfortable in the relationship, it's not necessary to date anymore to get any ooh It's a granted. It, it should just be there. It's granted. And that is a very dangerous headspace it, to be in. We should talk about that. Okay, let's do that next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. 
It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. Love dating, romance, relationships. And we're talking about getting a little complacent in your long-term relationships. Simon, you started to, to tell us about some of your married male friends and their expectations. Yeah, I mean, we always said here on The Rendezvous, we tell the truth. And so I know this is not something most women want to hear, but that's what guys are saying. So most of my friends, married or committed relationship, after the relationship is established, and of course after you said yes, feels that it's part of the partnership that the ulala is granted, and that the effort, the romance, the seduction, should not be necessary anymore, and you should be as excited as they are to make love to them. Wow. To and then when you don't, when you <laughs> don't... I am so turned on now. And that <laughs> it's, it's really something men have Ch- wrong of you are just willing and ready because he said yes, so it's committed at any time. But men are more, you know, visual. You don't need the buildup that women we need. We don't. We need the the mind seduction, the emotional seduction. We need a little bit of buildup where you guys can come home and be like, well, let's go. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. I've just been like with the kids all day and you can't just like come home. You didn't even say hi. Like, But, but I think it's because in the old days, it was part of the package. It's and that is day, still Simon. the case. And I think women it's have to speak out about it because I think every man feels he's entitled to You're not. Ooh-la-la. You are not. And I will tell you this right now. You are not entitled. Just because you put a ring on this finger, you are not entitled. I still want to feel like pretty, desired, uh, appreciated, and I need a little build up. If I may speak on behalf of some of the women. And I see someone at work here running down the hall, married man. That I know it has something to say. We're going to talk to uh, one of our coworkers, yes, Leon. Yes, it's right here. Yep. L- licking the window. Next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. We have uh, a guest in the building tonight. Yes. I love it when uh, the people that we work with here just pop their head in because I'm like, oh, you might have something to say about this. Leon Rogers yes. from WGCI Chicago. World famous comedian, Leon Rogers. I try. The one and only bonjour. The destined bonjour. legend. Bonjour, Leon. So when I told you. you that we were speaking about this topic of people who are married mm-hmm. and Simon's friend saying, hey, I'm married. I just expect to get, you know, the ooh la la whenever because it's live in I don't feel like I should have to work for it anymore you kind of perked up and said I know about this yeah I mean you know I've been married 16 years first of all I have a beautiful wife who gave me three beautiful daughters Ashley, Autumn and Addison Nicole we've been married for 16 I've known her for 20 so we've pretty much been nothing's new nothing's new right so it's, it, it gets to a point in time where, you know, we're parents. Mm-hmm. We have things that we do every day. And I know she's a she's a stay-at-home mom, but she's also a makeup artist. And she deals with the kids most time. So me, I do feel like sometimes, like, I shouldn't have to ask for the booty. Mean? Like, the <laughs> booty should just be like, hey, babe. That's great for you, but what's the warm-up and, for her? And, and, but, here's yeah. the, but here's the thing. Yeah. We go out, like, do I date for us, like, Hey, babe, wear this sexy red dress. I'm like, nah, we're sitting on the couch. Hey, you want to go to the movies? Hey, you want to do this? You want to do that? At least it's or, something. But but I just kind of feel like, man, you know, like, if I wanted to do the chase down game, I'd still be single. Shouldn't you chase your wife still, I though? do. Yeah. I do. But at the same time, I feel like women, I don't I don't want to say, I don't want to piss women off, but I want to be perfectly honest on yes, this show. Yes, please. I feel like. Sometimes women don't give us something to chase sometimes. Like, 
Like, we get too comfortable. Like, Like, they get too comfortable. Like, my wife, she's a mother of three. But I don't look at her like that. I still look at her as somebody I like to jump. Like, when I met her, she's still sexy to me. But sometimes women get caught up like, I've had three kids. I'm not happy with myself. But don't project that on me. I don't think that way about you. Right. I, yo. So yeah. you're coming home and... <laughs> and she's got the scarf on, the basketball shorts. Right. And just, because she's been with kids all day and, and, and you're like, wait a minute. It's like, yo, I don't want to chase that. Like, but, but then like, she just went on a trip to New York. With her girl. Oh. Yeah. Right? And suddenly and she's all, this single girl yeah, with her I'm friends. Like, oh, where's, where's Sasha at? That's oh. her anti alter ego. ego. Where's Sasha at with me? I want Sasha. Like, I, I love Nikki, don't get me wrong. but I Sasha's want... the freak. Yeah. Okay. So I got, I got a question for you, Leon. Okay. Yes. Do you think the first date you had 20 years ago? Yes. That first date, you remembered how excited you were, right? Yes, I was. Now, do you think she has changed in the sense that she needs less date, less... Uh, admiration from you to get you less to, courting yes because I think us guys we make all the same mistakes that's fair we court we seduce we romance and, and then we stop. and we stop and you know why because it's built in we built in and we think we say yes and that means that she is going to give us the ooh la la a lot okay Right? Is that a mistake you think we all do it? Yes, it is. But then I, I go on the flip side. The way she and we do it too. The way she presented herself to me that 20 years ago when we went out on that date made me want her more. Made me go extra. But then she stops doing that because we, we do the same. We do the same. Simon, I say this a lot. And, and okay. Leah, maybe you can agree. I feel like a lot of times with women, we pursue too. We have something we see in you. We're like, that's our husband. That's the father of my kids. Yes. And a lot of times... Women will treat marriage like the finish line instead of the starting, starting line. And I and I get it. You I know, agree. I'm not the sexy Greek Adonis I was. You're looking good, Leon. <laughs> you are so sexy, Leon. I put Rogers. on a few pounds here, there, you know, due to the biz, but I still got the same drive. You let yourself go. I let myself go, man. If you saw me when I was 25, I would have dated everybody. All right. Thank you so much, Leon Rogers. Thank you all for having me, man. Good seeing my man. You can hear Leon Rogers on WGCI on iHeartRadio. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie next. Thanks for being with us tonight on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We just had our coworker, Leon, in here. Leon, a genius. Uh, With his wife for 20 years, talking about how, yeah. It's kind of not a lie that we sort of expect things when we're married. Like, we feel like we don't have to work for it as much, which is such an antiquated notion. And that's not how things progress. That's not how you keep love alive. I know your parents have been together forever. Yes, 52 years. And and my father told me when I was very young, he said, you know the secret to keep your wife happy? I said, no, dad, what is it? And he said, you have to charm her. Charm her again, charm her again and again. You can never charm her enough. I take your mom to the theater to play. Mm -hmm. I take her to museum opening. I take her to the restaurant she likes. He still dates her. And yes, so he that has never her. stopped. He said, yeah. that's why your mom is still smiling when I walk in the door. Right. I have never stopped from the first time I ask her out, and it's going to be 90 in a couple of weeks, but that's the secret. Charm, seduce, like it's the first day. Right. And your wife or your partner will be the happiest. Yeah. Do not take your wife for granted. Uh, absolutely. Just And I love that. Do not take your partner for granted. You can never, your husband for granted. You can never charm your yes. partner and Your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your friends, don't take anybody for granted in your life that you love. There have been times in my marriage where I'm like, why am I here? Like he's over here on the computer, you know, texting with people, playing a game, watching a sport, and we haven't spoke for hours. And I'm like, why am I here? Am I a houseplant? Am I a decorative rug? And you have to remind yourself that this person is in your life 
by your choice. Yes. And that you love this person and everybody needs attention. And every, even though I know you love me, I need to hear you love me. I need to see it. I need to feel it. You I need, need to hear it. Well said. Yeah. All of that all the time. And in return, it's the happiest marriage possible. Thank you so much. Merci, senor. Uh, so I see you shuffling cards in your hands. You know it. We have the uh, mm. game of life decisions. Never have I ever. Yes, I have this card and I have a question to ask you. Oh, boy. When we come back, let's play a little game next on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationships, and the realness of everyone, not just our listeners with the advice that they need and their love problems, but we got to be real on this show, too. And so we have Never Have I Ever. <laughs> and all the cards in that box That's that you right. Wrote. Thank God for Target Boutique, man. I love Target with this Never Have I Ever Target. game. So we have the game just to get to know each other. Maybe it will uh, start a conversation between you and your loved ones as well, if you're listening. So let me ask you first, Simon. Go ahead. Never Have I Ever had ooh-la-la with my boss. No, I've never. You're yeah. always the boss, right? I mean, let's yeah, be honest. Yeah, can I be real? Okay. Yeah. All right, your turn. Yeah. <laughs> Angie Taylor. Yes. Never have I ever had to wear makeup to hide a icky. To hide a, a hickey? Yeah. I've, I did. You did? I did. Do you share the I story? I was in high school. When you're in high school, think about what you do. You sit and make out all day. You're not doing like ooh la la. You're just yeah. kissing for eight hours a day. That's right. On a couch watching a movie with, you know, your high school love, Steve. Hi. Um, <laughs> and Steve would sometimes plant one on me. I had to lie to my mom and tell her that I burnt my neck with a curling iron one time. And then another time I Are did. You serious? Yes. Another time I used a turtleneck, but it was the middle of winter. And then another time I used makeup in the summer because I couldn't wear a turtleneck. When was the last time you had the hickey? When I was in high school. That's the last time. <laughs> Thank God. Because if I if a guy planted one on me, you know, in my twenties, thirties, forties, fifties. That would be funny though. Mm, if Jason does it be by funny. mistake. But not on purpose. All okay. right. I want to play Never Have I Ever with a listener. That would be fun. Let's yeah. get to know our listeners, too. Yes. 855-905-8255. Call us up. You are on the hot seat next on The Rendezvous. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationships, and all the fun and games that go with it, Simon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been playing Never Have I Ever. It's our favorite game. We get to know a little bit more about each other. The listeners get to know a little bit more about the show, mm-hmm. and hopefully you take some of these questions and present them as well. Just pretend we're all having a cocktail party, if you're not listening with a cocktail in your hand. So let's go to the phones. I want to play with a listener, 855-905-8255. Let's take the line in Paradise Hills, New Mexico, listening on 100.3 The Peak. Here's Gabrielle. Hello. Bonjour. Oh, how are you? Bonjour, bonjour, Gabrielle. Are you ready, Gabrielle? You are in the hot seat. I am, I am. Okay, let's pretend you have your drink of choice in front of you. What is it? What are you drinking? It's a Cosmo. It's a Cosmo, girl. Is it a pink one? Is this Sex in the City time? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> okay, do you want to ask first, Simon? Go ahead. I'll go first. All right, Gabrielle. Never have I ever been a booty call. No, I've never. No, I have. Oh. <laughs> Take a sip first. Okay. Explain the booty call. What happened? My <laughs> ex-boyfriend from years ago. Yes. Whenever he'd go out with his friends or his girlfriend at the time, because <gasps> I liked him so much, Ooh. I was like a jerk. Let him call and say, hey, I'm home. Come on over. 
And I won. (laughs) (laughs) That's because you You wanted it too. So, yes, it's okay. I feel like sometimes the booty call is always an X because we're comfortable with that. Like, we know. Exciting, like I remember putting yeah. a little trench coat with nothing underneath oh, it, just oh, to make it oh, be like, you know, ooh la la, ooh la la, Gabrielle. What is the ooh la la that you do for the, you know, really ooh la la? That no, that's, that's a, a ooh la la. That's a ooh la la. No, that la 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 la. Got that oh, nice sexy voice there. Yes, you do. <laughs> Are you wearing the trench coat right now, Gabrielle? I feel like you might be. Come over. Do All come right. over. Let's do another question. Okay. I have a feeling I, I know the answer to this question already. I feel like we're old friends, Gabby. It's been a couple of drinks in now. Never have I ever flashed or been flashed in public. Oh, no, I have. When you're out with your friends and you're being really stupid, you do flash. <laughs> you fl- Wait a minute. You flashed the girls, I'm assuming? No, we're, we were, we, you know, me and my girlfriends were out. And, you know, just to be jerks, you know, horsing around. You'll just start okay. flashing people, you know. Okay. Or you right. hang your clothes out the window when you're on the highway and there's a cute group of guys. Never did that. Come on. Who doesn't do that? that? I mean, no, honestly, I have never you done have no that. Energy? And I'm crazy. I have flashed, but not the same way. The only time I ever flashed was in Mardi Gras. But everybody flashes in Mardi Gras. Like beads, hi. As we treat beads like they're gold or something, it's like they're just plastic beads. Like, why am I showing people the girls for that? All right, Simon, do you yes. have a, one I ha- last I have one? One, one last. All right. Never have I ever had ulala at work. No, unfortunately, no. That would be kind of exciting, but no. What do you no do for a living? Can I ask? Ooh-la-la. What kind of what kind of work do you do? I work at the hospital. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're working in a hospital and you're having ooh la la, that's not. I don't know. I mean, it doesn't it's sound like a Grey's Anatomy episode. No, not, well, not hey, listen, <laughs> if you have a McSteamy or a McDreamy, then yes, hey, yeah, because story. <laughs> those things happen in hospitals. I have a friend who's a doctor years ago, and there oh, was some ooh la la late at night. Oh yeah, I guess you're there all night long, and there's beds everywhere. Oh, you Every know room it. has a bed in it. Exactly. I can understand that. Yeah. Well, Gabrielle, I feel like. We are BFF now, the three of us, yeah. me and you and Simon. Yep. Thank you so much. Enjoy your Thank Cosmo. You. Cheers. You too. Bye, Cheers. guys. Thanks Bye-bye. for calling the rendezvous. Good night. More next with Simon and Angie. Thanks so much for being with us tonight on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We had so much fun tonight on the show. Like every night, Angie. Like every night, yes. Love dating, romance, and relationships. If you missed anything we talked about, check out our podcast at simonandangie.com. Dating someone who's going through a divorce. Mm -hmm. That was Noah's date or dump. Also, we played Never Have I Ever. Oh, my gosh. That was a lot of fun Gabrielle. Our our player. Yes. And then Darlene's email about wanting more time with her husband. Like, listen, anybody in a long-term relationship, you get it, especially if there's kids involved and full-time jobs involved. Things get a little stale mm-hmm. and you need to do your work as a couple. Simon, that's where your Simon Says came in. Thanks, Angie. I said never stop dating your partner. Meaning, so true. don't take them for granted because you've married or been together forever. Big mistake. Keep charming. Keep dating, keep taking your partner out. Yeah. Do not take each other for granted. Just because they're there doesn't mean they're always going to be there or they're happy just being there. You have to give them a reason to stay there. And let's be specific. It's mostly men towards women to not think. It goes both ways, Simon. Well, because I don't know men who's not ready. But I know that we as women sometimes get so caught up in, in the kids, in our lives, in our jobs that we... 
you know, stop trying to. We stop dating you as well. So Okay, in that sense, okay. I think it's fair well, to say okay. it goes both ways. It really does. Because I've, right, I've dropped the ball in my own marriage. My husband has too. And we always have to remind each other, hey, we're on the same team here. Let's keep this thing going. So okay. I do love that reminder. I think that's great, Simon, for everyone. And like we said, anytime, simonandangie.com. You can also send us an email anytime if you need advice. 855-905-8255 is our line. Even if we're not here, leave us a voicemail and we'll play it and help you that way. And anytime on social media, Simon and Angie, also on the iHeartRadio app. Mm-hmm. Check us out. And until tomorrow, thanks for being with us on The Rendezvous. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.